Hello and good anime to you on this day of days. Couple things, real quick. First of all, we're gonna do some Patreon shoutouts. Shout out to Alice Montgomery, Andrew Albers, Ben Krieger, Casual Colleen, Charlotte Ellis, Colleen Humphreys, Doc Rubente, Domino RBG, Eddie DeSantiago, Emily Lyon, Emma The Seance, Emo Seal, Emphatic Olive, Ezra, Effin Science Man, Hannah Kim, Kirby's Creeper, Kyle Hatfield, Matt AKA Stormageddon, Nancy Konek, Shout Out Cam's Mom, Nene12715, Nez, Nick Potter, Niall Glover, Pilnock, Sammy V, Spence, Steph, Stephen Mayfield, V Dion, Zach, and you? If you want to, you can go to patreon.com slash some good shows and get shout outs as well as a unified feed of all of our shows and some extra little goodies when we have the ability and bandwidth to do that. The other housekeeping thing is that we are splitting this episode up into two parts because it was originally going to be like, oh, I don't know, like three hours long. And, uh, I don't have time to do that because we recorded this podcast yesterday. So although we're going to say that we're doing 12 episodes, we're really doing like six or seven or whatever. Just, I mean, you probably have already watched the episodes. So just vibe with us on this. And the next episode that comes out will be the conclusion of this situation. So, without further ado, thank you so much for listening, and here comes that podcast. Previously, on The Big Three. It's it's just like, she really is like the super hot bisexual girl who just, who just likes the wrong guy. I thought that I was gay. Love when he, love when he looks at me with those dead eyes. All of the newspapers are like Gutenberged out because mm-hmm. like this society does not have photographs yet. Not a phone in sight. <laughs> not a phone in sight, just vibing, you know? Whatever happened to people being people? Lots of titans though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are horses. Oh, <laughs> oh his bones. <laughs> And welcome to The Big Three, the podcast that goes through the anime called Attack on Titan and goes through themes, trivia, like 11 episodes and more. Or 12? Did we do 12? That sounds 12. right. Yeah. We did. It was a we lot of episodes. 38 to, to 49. 11. Yeah. Wait, or 12. So. No, 12. Because you count 30. Yeah. And we ask. I always fuck that shit up. Me too. too. Yeah. Um, and we ask the question, anime... I think that we had some yeah, today. It's I anime. think we actually had the mm-hmm. most anime per anime yeah, on this uh, one. Yeah, 100% hit rate on it being an anime, turns out. <laughs> <laughs> Each episode, it's insane. Each episode of this was an anime. We just I don't know do how they not did it. fucking miss, all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. So um, Jess sent a, a text to us before we mm. started that said like, yo, this is like my favorite part of the of the show so far. So I'm I'm very... Excited to get into the, uh, gonna go punch out a man named Rod, gonna break his spine. They went through a fucking lot in these 12 episodes. Yeah. Like, every three episodes felt like a season ender. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah and then yeah like there was they were they were like and historia is the queen and then i was like all right that's the end of the season and they were like anyway kenny wonders if yeah. the nature of people can really change and i'm like oh yeah that part's in this too <laughs> <laughs> um so let's just fucking get into it so it starts out with aaron kind of imagining that he's at the sea this man has never been to the sea right so he's just like oh it's just like a bunch of water or whatever and so he says uh beyond the walls there's a sea or at least that's what armin said but after that beyond the sea what is there and i think that's fucking cool because yeah, somewhere you think of it beyond the sea <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> however the rest of that fucking song goes i'm tired he wants to take a carnival cruise yeah exactly oh yeah. my god yeah. <laughs> they're all out of shrimp cocktail Aaron I too have seen the end credits to Finding Nemo oh <laughs> but yeah man uh, to me the season is like all about like intertwining plot lines and getting some answers finally or at least having maybe not answers so much as just like less questions yeah <laughs> there seems to be like a, a coalescing of sorts of like at least why they're doing the things they're doing this this season or like this half of the season has felt like to me like the same energy as okay well like you've got all your like work and stuff that you're doing and everything but also you have like six hours clean your entire house <laughs> you know those chores you've been putting off let's just address all of that here uh hey cam i'm gonna need you to get rid of the king in the walls yeah yeah hey can you do me a favor uh let's just do a little coup you know let's just kind of throw that in there that seems all right yeah and uh jess if you have the time could you put funny little socks on a guy and put him upside down and feed him shit upside down please oh absolutely yes <laughs> <laughs> Just was like, oh yeah, Andrew's home. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, honey. <laughs> tell me, tell me about Aaron's mom again. Get in the chair. I absolutely love, and I mean this out of pure love. I love how many fucking strays Andrew catches on this podcast, dude. It's so funny. He's gonna... So good. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like characters feel like they have more of an idea of what needs to be done with this season and uh so we get a new op here red swan at first i was like legit angry about it but i, I actually like the song now that i'm over the fact that it's not uh linked horizon yeah um, i kind i did not i did not really care for it and that's okay yeah and it that, is it is it is like a very like a it's it's a very harsh vibe change, but that's not I don't know. It just kind of did really nothing for me. Mm -hmm. And I get that you know, totally. It's it's, yeah. it's not bad. It's just fine. You know, I like it Um, as an anime opening as an attack on Titan opening. Yeah, it, yeah. it definitely lacks like it does not have the same punch. Yeah. And like it, it does kind of make a little bit more sense just considering everything that kind of happens in this first half of it it's like, very it's very contemplative yeah like largely mm -hmm. this chunk of episodes is relatively non-violent which is mm -hmm. not what i expected at all considering you, the yeah. rest of the show um yeah yeah i don't know they kill one they kill one titan yeah you see i think two titans get killed and you see aaron transform uh twice yeah <laughs> it's kind of interesting too i noticed it, like with a lot of shows, you, I mean, with 
just a lot of media in general, right? You get the setup before you get into like the action, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's kind of like the climax. So you want to build up to that and you want to have all of the, the pieces put together at least somewhat. So you understand, you know, just how important the, the, the action is. And with Attack on Titan, it kind of flips that. And it's yeah. really strange to yeah. like, you know, start off season one and it's just nonstop shit happening. Like you have that first attack and then the second attack comes like literally what feels like minutes later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you hit season three when, you know, normally in a show you get to season three, like wild shit's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're fighting gut. You're fighting Gus Fring or whatever on, yeah, the, on Breaking Bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, you know, like wild shit is still happening, but it is not what you would expect from like season three of a show. Yeah. Yeah, that's not really something that like I didn't really consider that until like in this last episode we watched. I think it was Connie was just like, yeah, man, it's been a wild four months. And I'm like, good fucking God. <laughs> yeah. When they go oh. talk to Keith later on, he's like, it's been 15 minutes since you've been here for the first time. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my good Lord. dude. It's, it's like my hero in that way where it's just like Deku's like, and we're almost halfway through the first half of the first day of school. And it's like we've been we've only been <laughs> hit by terrorists four times. Yeah, dude, man. <laughs> anyway, um, the OP, like, you know, like I said, it's contemplative and it's and it's focusing on like the, the main three's child with some other flashbacky stuff from Erwin and Levi. Um, I like it because it's sentimental. Um, because it it this whole thing is like we gotta bring back the good times or whatever. We gotta make Shiganshina great again or whatever oh, the fuck. God. But like the the vibe of this, especially as we go on with the series, like I come back to Red Swan, especially the full version of the song is mm-hmm. really cool. It's got a good guitar solo. But like it I do watch it now and I just go like, oh man, these fucking these fucking kids are about to be murderers too. <laughs> <laughs> um and also I think seeing little Irwin is really funny because his eyebrows are so big <laughs> since since birth. The Irwin Smith's so eyebrows. Big. So big, dude. Just fucking gargantuan. He's got fucking like five caterpillars each brow, just fucking oh, yeah. lifting the weights. Yeah. <laughs> one, one eyebrow is the hungriest caterpillar. This <laughs> other eyebrow is the second hungriest yeah. caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we start off with Aaron uh, being Levi's little cleaning bitch boy as uh, the entire squad lays low in a cabin. So remember, the interior government and the church want Aaron. So they got to, the, the, the idiot boy's got to be on the lamb here. Mikasa was injured last season, but she's still doing push-ups and chopping wood. And and as we'll find out later, she's literally bit built different. So yeah. like <laughs> Um, but I, I like the vibe of like her coming home and just being like, hey, uh, anyway, my ribs are broken, but I just did like a trillion push-ups outside, and here's the wood, and uh <laughs> stop talking to other girls, Aaron. <laughs> it's been uh really interesting watching these episodes because Audrey and I have still been watching uh Metal Alchemist, and I see that seeing like, yeah, I guess we do share an account, huh? Um, yeah, uh, it, <laughs> I always know when Cam has watched the Attack on Titan episodes because they're in my history, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, whenever uh, it, it was very interesting just seeing like that, and then also we are at the point now where we have met uh, their teacher, the the, mm-hmm. the lady who oh, absolutely kicks her. ass. I'm like, yeah, no, she's fucking great. I'm like, yeah, like, Mikasa's just doing that right now. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. Be like, hey, this sucks. I don't care. Fuck everything. Just work <laughs> through it. <laughs> Cry later. <laughs> kind of, yeah, I actually. Love, I love that 
fucking when they get back and you know everybody's preparing the meal or whatever sasha steals a potato and they're like what did you just steal and she's like nothing bread related <laughs> i think that's really that's a good line <laughs> uh, i didn't steal anything bread related it was a potato <laughs> don't worry about it. she does not discriminate between carbs <laughs> no no Me neither, and as so we'll find out yeah, later same, on that honestly. like this this bitch goes crazy yeah. for meat holy shit this motherfucker scheme niku dude um Fucking so okay. So Hanji wants Aaron to do experiments in order to test out his new newfound Titan powers, but it seems like he can't do much more than transform, and even that's becoming troublesome since he's just kind of emaciated and like hanging out at the back of the Titan. And oh god, there's his skull. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I imagine Cam watching this episode and just being like, oh shit, uh, Aaron's eating shit out there. His butt's hanging out of his Titan, yeah. and then they rip him out, and it's like, oh god, that's a skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Aaron is the nine foot skeleton they sell at Home Depot. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he literally, he, he literally is, was yeah. that. Absolutely, he was that. Unfortunately, as much as I've talked shit about him, he does look very good just hanging out on my front lawn. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Levi uh, meets with Irwin and tells him what Cam knew from day one. Aaron sucks shit. Um, he says that maybe Historia would be the key to getting proper information here since she's actually got ties to the church and all that stuff. And Erwin agrees, but he's not sure why, like, her dad, a regional lord, would have, like, very much info. But clearly she's somebody of import, um, and we'll understand why later. Um, so we get a little moment of Historia and Aaron talking for what seems like the first real time. Um, Historia misses Ymir, but like Jess said last time, a not insignificant part of lesbian love is longing. So she says that she needs to respect Ymir's decision to leave. Um, very, very like, I miss my girlfriend vibes from, from Historia in the beginning here. But Aaron is like, you know what? You're way more of like a real person now. And so like, it's cool as like the freedom loving guy to see somebody kind of living their truth a little bit more. Um, which is, you know, as 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 much as Aaron can be, it's a little bit heartwarming to see him be like, oh, cool. Like you're you're like becoming yourself. That's awesome. Anyway, I'm going to go drink blood or whatever <laughs> yeah. the fuck I do. <laughs> Hanji and Levi then return from the interior with some shitty news, which is that Pastor Nick is dead from uh, Pastor Nick was the dude in the light or the end of season one and the beginning of season two that like knew stuff about the church but didn't say shit and he kind of was on their side but now he's dead um looks like he tripped and fell and all his fingernails fell out <laughs> who can say what that? happened you know it happens yeah. yeah you know happens to be all the time that's the that's what the guards essentially say to like, <laughs> like Hanji's like bro what happened and he's like ah oh, he he choked i do appreciate <laughs> that a lot of this arc is like definitely a cab yes like yeah. none of these like, people turbo. are like none of the people in this show are like good at all. But like, no, it, it's nice to see that like, no, the cops are actually the worst of them. So I'm like, yeah, that's fair. You're right. Yeah, bro. Yeah. The season ends with all of the cops getting fired. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that whips. Yeah, that sounds all um, right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this isn't a dystopia. Um. So Hanji is blocked from investigating the murder by those troops that I mentioned before. They're from the first division of the interior police. So they're like the police police. Um, but Hanji notes that like they're in an outlier district like Aaron's hometown. So it's weird that like the secret service is here. Mm. And Hanji is like, 
Oh, all I knew ever, all I ever knew about Nick was that he was a chair maker and you just said he was a pastor. Oh, that's crazy. And they're like, oh shit. I actually didn't need to say that he was a pastor. <laughs> like, She is absolutely mm. just emotionally beating the fuck out of these dudes. And it was kind of awesome. Dude, they're like, bitch, I know what's going on. I'm a scout. You're a bootlicker. Like, I, I got my little Sherlock moment here. You know, uh, like, I know the church wants to probably get a hold of Nick, but knowing the interior was like, gonna fuck with it means like we got to really lay low and do some revolution type shit here now and they look and they they look at the guards and they're like well tell whoever did this to my friend that i'm gonna make sure that this happens to them and it's like clearly like you know those troops were the ones that did it so they're like yeah buddy we'll fucking yeah, right. yeah we'll definitely yeah, see right. message relayed yeah well all right have a good day I i'm gonna keep all my fingernails nope you're not dude <laughs> um boy he doesn't <laughs> so levi notes that like you know when people are gonna talk they talk after one fingernail is removed so since all of pastor nick's nails got ripped off he likely didn't even talk at all mm -hmm. like till the very end he was quiet um and so all the only people that know about his story are, are the scouts now um so things are fucking dire here though like the scouts place is getting raided scout activity has been just banned outright the interior wants to talk to Aaron and Historia aka literally just kill them um and Erwin is under uh like interior supervision he's in like a little he's in like little gay baby jail I really do love like the anime trope and also like in games too whenever the protagonists end up being like the outlawed characters right the ones yeah, who are like being shut down now. it's just always it's good. So good yeah it's always good part of the reason i like the newest my hero movie is because of like oh, that yeah, on yeah. the run shit that they were doing so good um so looks like they're doing another round of jean playing aaron and this time armin it will be playing the role of historia hey do you know what's really funny what there were definitely parts that i could not actually tell you which one was which <laughs> it's very funny that they were like no yeah this works and i'm like actually it does because they fucking got me so <laughs> 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 the uh the doppelganger squad gets stolen by some goons um hired goons to be exact so they don't have like ties to the royal family or anything just garden variety creeps here um as you see with the guy just like groping armin and just being like come on baby give me a little yell or whatever i'm like i i hate this <laughs> levi tells mikasa hey cuz you gotta watch out for literally only one guy uh, this season's got like a Woody Harrelson Spider-Man and he's got guns. It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> like, watch out for that yeah. guy. Yeah, man. He's definitely not my uncle and his name is Kenny. So watch out for him. <laughs> I man, it. The idea of a major villain in a fantasy world just being named Kenny is so fucking funny. <laughs> Kenny it's the so Ripper. Funny. Like it rules. <laughs> he was great. You but, know what's even better? Man, that was so it, fucking funny. It's just like. Oh, fuck. Like, who's this guy? He's got some cool name. I'm Kenny. <laughs> I'm Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> All so right, what bud. you're saying okay. is after this, we actually have to do JoJo's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he says his name is Kenny, but actually his name is Kenny. Yeah, Nifa just straight up gets her head blown off. Bro, Bro. both of those people just get fucking hella murdered um levi talks to a soldier named nifa as we you know already gave away that she gets fucking exploded yeah. um 
he asks like hey have you heard of kenny the ripper and she's like yeah the serial killer that was in the interior or whatever i thought it was like an urban legend but levi's like nah bruh like it's real and since the chain of command doesn't add up and we're in the interior right now i think i think my fucking unk is here dude (laughs) (laughs) of course this is the case um, mm. as it's revealed by Nifa getting fucking bopped, turbo bopped immediately. Just like, like, absolutely just sent to the fucking lobby, dude. Head gone from the jaw yeah. up, shot in the face with a fucking shotgun. It's like, uh-oh. It's, yeah. it's, it's not looking good yeah, here, babe. Uh, there's, there's your problem. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you what's wrong with it. Ain't got no gas in it. Uh, she definitely isn't going to be scouting for a little bit. Yeah. Dude, she's not going to be in fucking Rush Hour 3 for sure. For fucking Shut sure, fuck dude. Episode 39, Rush Pain. Hour 3. Um, <laughs> so Levi gives chase to Kenny in like a fucking amazing motherfucking like it's so well animated. This motherfucker's Spider Man episode hard. great. I yeah. I wasn't like did the animation change a little bit going into the season? Yes, and it was really jarring at first. But like whenever everything was like in like hyper motion, like all these chase scenes and stuff, I'm like, okay, I understand why they did this now. It looks so much better. If I'm not mistaken, this was the first season that they animated digitally rather than okay. Uh, that would that would make sense because I I definitely like the first couple of epi- like that first episode where it like kind of was like the closest we're gonna get to a slice of life anime. I feel <laughs> like uh, I'm like something about this kind of looks really bad, and then things happen and I'm like okay yeah I see what you're doing here great cool. Holy shit. Um, so, J- Jess, how how was it for you on the simping front here this season in general? I had so much to simp for. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> I was thriving. Um, it was good. Yeah, man. Like, I, I just like I. Well, it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I was like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of Levi in this season. And then as I watched it doing these notes, I was like, this is really just like a Levi. It's story. just a Levi season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a we got Levi backstory. We got Levi uh, leaning over a bar counter, uh, shooting a shotgun. It was it was good. All of the it was, it was extremely all good. of the Levi Kenny stuff was rad. Like yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's I, I think that the shit. first time that I was like actually like no this is pretty all right actually like for this whole <laughs> show honestly uh, yeah no I I really liked the the Kenny Levi stuff I thought that was pretty cool also it turns yeah, out. Grappling hook shotgun cowboy is just cool. It's just cool. You <laughs> yeah, should put that dude. in everything. A <laughs> hey, motherfucker says Yahoo. Dude. Yeah. So one of uh, Kenny's troops takes out Aaron's transport crew and fully commandeers it after tranquil- tranquilizing Aaron and Historia. Meanwhile, uh, Levi has a shootout in a saloon with like it's straight up got old West doors and everything. Yeah. I love that scene. It's like. I love the little like Monopoly man bartender or whatever. (laughs) And like Levi is like every bar is allowed to have a shotgun. So I knew you'd have a shotgun here so I could shoot my uncle. Thank you. And he's like, I'm so traumatized. (laughs) (laughs) So he escapes and absolutely demolishes a few people like cuts their heads off like levels shit. Uh, meanwhile, Mikasa tells the scouts that from now on, they'll be fighting people instead of Titans for this season. And that's mostly true. The scouts are justifiably not psyched to be just shooting people in the face now. Um, like Levi shoots one with a fucking grappling hook through the head. Like Bro, they kill a lot hey, of people in this season yeah. with just ODM gear. 
That's fucking yeah. gnarly. Because it's, it's supposed it's supposed to stick in like walls and shit. Yeah. So like your your bones is gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> so Jean like almost gets bopped because he hesitates to 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 kill somebody, but then Armin saves him. That is before the cart gets fully commandeered and Aaron and Historia are just stolen. And we have round three of you know go rescue the Aaron. Armin is like later on, he's wondering, like, what made me be able to pull the trigger and save Jean? Like, why did I shoot first? Oh, it must be that the per the other person's a better person than, than me. And Levi's like, hey, bro, that other person just hesitated. And like, you just you just shot him because you had to. That's it. Are you a good person? I don't know. Probably not. You're going to do a lot of murders here in the near future. <laughs> so like, do you know what show we're in, bud? Uh, yeah, he's like, but you you saved lives and that's cool. Oh shit, Armin, looks like you're a natural killer. Have fun with that trauma. Trauma, trauma, trauma kids. Anyway, it's time to interrogate the leader of these hired mooks. Looks like Mikasa recognizes him from back in season one when he and his big ass supply cart was blocking the evacuation. Um, she knows that like this guy can be good. He just needs to be threatened. I mean, persuaded to do the right thing. And he is kind of like... He is a stand-up guy after all things is considered. Yeah, I'm like, happy was, they didn't. He was pressured. I'm really happy that didn't drag out. I'm happy it was just like, actually, no, fuck those guys. Let's let's go. Like, yeah, you're right. This this season was heavily changed from what it was in the manga. The manga was a lot slower. The author was like, uh, when you animate this, I want this, this, and this not in there, and I want this to go here so that it goes faster, mm. basically, yeah. right? And I and I think it really really helped yeah they were able to cram um, a shitload of stuff in these 12 episodes so i, I know yeah <laughs> um so they uh that guy is the is demo reeves the leader of the reeves corporation who is in charge of basically getting food to this entire city that they're in hanji meets with Irwin to to tell him that if aaron isn't rescued soon he'll be probably eaten because he remembered a conversation with uh emir and bert holt uh, about like, hey, Titan powers are transferred via eating somebody with that power. Cool, so cool, question cool, very awesome. Then, mm -hmm. Is is All Might a Titan? Mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, let's unpack this for Whoa! a second. <laughs> Eat this. <laughs> I had no idea where you were going to go with that. Did we crack the code? Is is this why we're watching this show? Does it all tie in? Everything is connected. Welcome to the multiverse of, of Nateness. I mean, half of these shows just use the same voice actors anyway, so. <laughs> Attack on Titan ends with the first cork baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Demo Reeves helps the squad kidnap the military police uh, that likely killed Pastor Nick. Hanji and Levi are about to do some cool war crimes and torture him for answers. They don't give those answers uh, very easily, though. Uh, they end up having to trick one into believing that the other ratted him out so that they can get, like, more of the truth. Bro, that dude is fucking, like... He's he's he, he looked like he got hit by a truck in many different ways, but emotionally, for sure, yeah. when he learns that, like, oh, I was the one that gave up the secret yeah, and not the other guy. That was <laughs> fucking diabolical. <laughs> but like everything in this show is. So I'm like, yeah, that tracks, yeah. I guess. But Hanji's doing it and, yeah. and Hanji and Levi are yeah. doing it. So it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. but, you know, they walked in with fucking Levi being like a good six inches shorter than them. And I was like, this is perfect. I love this pair. I love this duo. I love the gaze. <laughs> I love the gaze. 
the gays are trying to tear me apart or whatever <laughs> Rod Rice says. Uh, so the truth is that the interior police has killed many, many people in order to, quote unquote, keep peace. He mentions a teacher that asked too many questions, a couple that tried to fly or even some weird farmhand lady. It's all for the greater good. So that teacher, obviously, was Irwin's dad that we learn later. The couple was Armin's parents who tried to use a hot air balloon to get over the walls and were just fucking killed. And that farmhand lady was Historia's birth mother who had an affair with Lord Rice. The truth that's delivered after duping the troop here is that the Rice family is the true royal family here. The king that's on the throne now is merely just, truly just some fucking guy. And uh, all the real power secretly lies in the hands of a supposed regional lord, um, which I think is a cool plot thing. Yeah. I like that a lot of just like, ah, yes, the uh, the the real king is is this man with very, very, listen to me, very big eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> oh, my up. God. Yeah, yeah. They're fucked up. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it was it reminded me of fucking um, was it Connie's mom? Yeah, dude, yeah the when she's like laying like, back and just big eyes, I was like, what is wrong with this man? Yeah, <laughs> so much. <laughs> they show a picture of him and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> shout out to uh, Iron Man 3. He's the Mandalorian or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, later on, the Reeves family is stopping uh, so the youngest can go rock a piss. <laughs> Kenny ends up killing his dad. His, the, the kid that would be pissing his pants if he hadn't already just pissed. His name is Flagel, which is the worst name yeah. to say. Bad mouthfeel on the it's flagel. So yeah. His dad fucking hated him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tell. And it's it's so funny to 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 watch the Japanese thing and have Hanji be like, Furego son. Yeah. It's like, shut up, <laughs> <No>. dude. <laughs> Furego. Just call him fucking Fred. <laughs> Fred Flintstone Flagel. Meanwhile, Historia and Aaron wake up at a farmhouse owned by Rod Rice, the real king within the walls. Um, I forgot to mention it earlier, but the the credits music I think is really good. Uh, it's also linked Horizon, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Calls back to yeah, calls back to a previous opening, the Shinzo Wosasagio. Um, I like the storybook style starting mm -hmm. to bleed into like what the current unfolding story is. It's kind of saying that like, you know, what's happening now in the story is what people are going to be writing books about in two thousand years in this world, which I think is cool. But they already wrote a manga about it. <laughs> <laughs> Episode forty, old story. We see a flashback of Historia telling the squad her backstory. Um, she grew up on a rice family farm as long as she can remember helping out there. Her mom never spoke to her or never touched her, and would go off to the capital dressed in fancy clothes every night. So she was she was like the dude had an affair and hid this lady basically is what yeah. happened. Right. But still, Historia wanted to be like her distant as she was. Uh, so she learned to read the only thing that she ever saw this lady do. The, the the stuff that she learned from those books is that the relationship she has with her mother is fucked. It's bad. <laughs> she like, yeah, she read a book and was like, the fuck is a hug? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so sad. I know, Real dude. I, I was going to say, like, especially as like a new parent, I think a lot of things in this season probably fucked with Jess a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I actually have a note about that for later that we'll talk about. But um, she wanted to hug her fucking mom so bad. So one day she was just like, Mom, I love you and hugged her. And the mom like stood up, shoved her away, like th like fucking suplexed her across the goddamn lawn. She's like, I fucking never should have kept that fucking kid. She's not even talking to her, but this is the only time that she's ever touched and been spoken at by her mother. So she's like, 
She's like fucking jacked about it, which sucks. That's yeah, it was so. Yeah, man, that very same day, though, her mother left to go live elsewhere uh, and she was only ever seen again the night that the wall was first uh, breached and the day that she first met her actual father, Rod Rice. That day, the first words she'd hear from her mother would be said again as her last words. Fuck. <laughs> that was, she fucking her throat is cut and she's like, I wish I never would have yeah, had this fuck fucking them kid kids. and dies. Yeah. yeah, I know. And his story is like, okay, uh, I, I heard oh. you the first time. All right, oh, mom, shit, fuck. dude. <laughs> trauma kids. Um, yeah. Trauma kids, dude. Trauma, trauma, trauma kids. Those kids at UA, fucking nothing, dude. Yeah, no. That's yeah. like a week of therapy tops. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if you had to become the terrorist, Deku? <laughs> so that yeah, I saw the third movie. Yeah. So as Rod attempted to gather Historia and her mother to escape deeper into the walls because the walls are fucking getting attacked, Kenny's group from the military police find them. They kill Historia's mother, and uh, before they can h- kill Historia, Rod makes a proposal that Historia be sent to the military, where she can likely die in a non-suspicious um, way and maybe even live for a little bit. Uh, but now Rod and Historia are reunited and Aaron looks on as Rod explains uh, Historia's lineage to her. Um, she then turns her head to the camera and says, oh, that's why Nathan called me a short queen when I was first oh. introduced. I get it. So I wrote this over the course of three days and I took an edible each day. Let's see where Love let's that. let's see if you can guess where it was. Hitting. Uh, right <laughs> listeners, here. right here, actually, is my best guess. <laughs> So Rod tells Historia that she's the only one that can save the world and they need to go uh, to the place where it all began. Meanwhile, Hanji apprises the kids of the situation. Emir must have been a titan that ate a shifter, giving her the ability to change back into a person. Since we now know that all titans were people, maybe what's going on is they're all monsters and are trying to regain their humanity by eating one of the shifters. Holy shit, that fucking Santa Titan was so close to yoinking Aaron's power in the, like, fifth episode, huh? Yeah, like, yeah God. <laughs> he almost fucking... All he had to do was chew, and he would have yeah, been like, good, fucking dude. roll credits, dude. Like, show is <laughs> Attack done. on Santa. Yeah, the, the, the Titan has attacked. We can wrap it up. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> the debriefing on Titan. Um, meanwhile, Titan. Pixis... <laughs> talking to, uh, that's literally the name of a podcast i fully believe that yeah a talk, that sounds right a talk on titan or something that's, that's all right yeah oh yeah um shout out to our competitors <laughs> <laughs> mean, meanwhile pixis and Irwin are having a cute little meeting about overthrowing the government it's it's adorable um before that gets discussed Irwin tells pixis uh his backstory he's like my dad was a teacher and one day during a history lesson i fucking stood up and was like Bitch, how do we know any of the stuff in these books is real? And his dad was like, sit down right now. <laughs> and like later on, he's like, listen, bud, I'm so glad you asked that question. Here's the thing. All these books got fucking little, you know, idiosyncrasies and like inconsistencies and stuff. And like, ain't nobody in the government going to tell you the real truth. I, here's what I think is happening. There's stuff outside the wall. So there's these we ancient don't even know. aliens, right? they're just Dude, fucking shout out. everywhere who do you think built these big walls oh, fuck. <laughs> it's all traced back to this guy named q right oh <laughs> no dude 
Shout out to uh, the guitarist for one of my bands way back in the day. Uh, when he was a kid in school, he raised his hand and stood up and they were like, yes, Zach. And he was like, aliens exist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I Shout feel like this. Zach. This, this scene has the same energy, I yeah. feel like. I'm Shout just out, like I guess. Yeah, that rules. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens exist. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Blink-182. Anyway. Woo! <laughs> um, his father's hypothesis was that the king used some sort of titan powers 107 years ago to build the walls and erase the memories of its inhabitants in order to accept the, you know, peace that they were given. They He basically said, like, yo, what's up? You are in Plato's cave now. Eat shit. Um, as for the plan of what to do now, Erwin says that the aim is to depose the fake king and instate Historia as the real ruler. You know, simple. A message comes by that Erwin is a wanted man now for orchestrating the murder of the Reeves company head, Demo Reeves, a thing he definitely didn't do. It's hard to have a hand in a murder when you have like a hand, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he still needs to turn himself in. Um, so the government thinks that they got him. Um, however, Irwin tells Demo Reeves' wife, um, at the scene of the crime, like, listen, Reeves was a good man. After fucking up that thing in season one, he made sure Trost would thrive and so no one would be jobless or foodless. He was a pretty okay dude. And the lady's like, that was a fucked up thing for, like, his murderer to tell me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really appreciated your husband that I killed. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Episode 41, Trust. No, it's, it's a Trost. Is actually trust, the trust district. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to speed through this one, though, for everyone else's sake. Uh, th this is the there's two little side stories that that show up and get wrapped up here. The scouts are on the lamb because they're actual murders. Now, the interior is after them. And that includes Annie's old roomie uh, Hitch and Marlo, a guy that definitely, definitely is not in love with her. Oh, um, one million percent, dude. <laughs> and it's really good that they make fun of him for that later. I think that's very funny. I love the amount of shit the characters give each other for just normal human shit in this in yeah. this show. I think is so fucking funny. Yeah. It's like fucking uh it's always sunny characters. And essentially. It, like, <laughs> every scene that he's in is very funny to me specifically, entirely because of the fact that A, his bull cut dog shit. His hair, whack. His gear, whack. His jewelry. The Beatles rolling over in their graves, dude. Um, <laughs> All four of them. But like his voice actor is the voice actor for the Drifter in Destiny 2, who oh. is, I think, unintentionally and intentionally hilarious. Yes. Uh, and just yes. like has the vibe of somebody who like hangs out at a high school selling cigarettes to teenage girls but he's the exact inverse of that yeah, here he's like, like a, he wants to do a good war it's so funny <laughs> to just be like that's the fucking drifter that's really funny <laughs> just that's really hilarious. anyway i love the scene of of them because they, they get kidnapped and john convinces them yeah. to join to to join john. <laughs> oh my god oh my it's god it's his own special verb it's only for whenever they, he does it they join the dude he fucking jay shit Bro. when he was good <laughs> fucking that idiot. fucking <laughs> but he did that on purpose though right like he did that so that he could like give them the opportunity to sell them out but he didn't think that they would once yeah. they knew what was going on and he was right about that but then hitch fucking kills him <laughs> um yeah. i love that shit i love that bitch she's fucking stupid and crazy <laughs> say that about any one of my anime crushes <laughs> i love that kind of same stupid and honestly crazy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Shout out to Mirko. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm going to mostly skip over the Flagle stuff, too, because uh, it's its purpose is pretty straightforward in terms of the purpose of the story. And also, it's a terrible name to say. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I only want to say it a couple times like a day or else I'm going to turn into goop. Um, so his job was to trick the interior police into confessing in front of Hanji and, and a bunch of regular people in order to make a uh, public perception shift. You know, no big deal uh in terms of an episode but it was pretty cool though. The, the, that entire scene before we move on from it just has mm -hmm. like huge full of itself musical theater energy i was gonna say that it reminded me of that scene in uh spider-man when like yes oh my god yes they're like you mess with new york you mess uh, with one yeah. of us you mess with all of us 9-11 just happened and i'm like okay 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 <laughs> i get it <laughs> <laughs> fine but <laughs> But uh, what's really interesting here to me is that Kenny's last name is revealed to be Ackerman, yeah. the same last name as Mikasa. Mm. Looks like being a knife bisexual is in her blood. Mm. Um, episode 42, Reply, Erwin um, is to be put to death and the scouts dismantled so that those in power within the walls can maintain peace. However, Erwin tells them that their peace uh, is crumbling and the five-sixths of humanity that don't live in the interior are going to start a civil war um, if any walls get you know, crumbled and they have to like live with each other. Like you can't, you can't have the haves and the have nots living in the exact same town because then shit's going to get fucked. Yeah. Dude. The court martial ass panel of people is charged uh, Irwin with violating the sixth law of the walls or whatever. Don't do bad shit for your own good or whatever. Um, Irwin is to be uh, escorted and hanged immediately. Um, a garrison troop comes in just then to inform them all that wall rose has been breached um pixis immediately is like evacuate into uh the last wall cena but the nobles are like but that's where i keep my things <laughs> and like they're like don't issue the command and let them die or whatever um and when push comes to shove looks like the people in power are really there to just maintain and expand their influence oh damn wow weird fantasy mm. weird fantasy world yeah. they've built but yeah. it's a good thing that could never happen in real life no yeah i'm really no. happy that this show never bothered getting political no yeah, abs yeah absolutely no that's mm -mm. be a damn shame <laughs> this slice of life anime <laughs> where mostly people's lives just get sliced yeah i was gonna say there's a lot of slicing and there's a lot yeah. of life kenny's got a kenny's got a cool dagger um he so do though talk yeah he do though he threw it at a guy's big arm one time <laughs> That was really cool. Anyway, the nobles talk amongst themselves, saying that they're going to be OK. The coordinate and a new vessel are being procured. And soon things will go back to the way they were. They can use the power to stop all the tight attacks, rebuild and erase the memories of the people. So they just got to hang out here for a little while until that ritual can get done. Irwin's military police counterpart, Niall Doc, the guy with like a sh like a horrible haircut and like a fucking like really shitty soul patch or whatever the fuck he speaks up and he's like actually there was no attack and actually you are the ones guilty of the sixth law of not being a dick and everyone clapped fucking jonathan frakes from beyond belief just going we made it up it's false <laughs> no not this time we created it not this time no not this time it's totally made up pure fiction this episode though like had me had me doing the whole like kombucha like mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like erwin was sentenced to death and i was like well this show is bleak as fuck so bye erwin yeah <laughs> like, right you're, yeah and then you're getting ned starked motherfucker <laughs> and then they're like oh you know while maria is is fallen and i'm just like ah okay so actually there's gonna be a lot more death 
<laughs> yeah, and no, it's like, like, oh no, it was a ruse. It's it like, definitely, oh, it definitely uh, says a lot about the tone of this show, where he's like, "Oh, the wall fell," and I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah that, <laughs> they I believe do, that. They do that. Yeah, that just <laughs> kind of happens. You're gonna get, you're gonna get some wall yeah, breaks. An occupational <laughs> hazard. You know how it is. Yeah. So yeah, with that, they've done a, a, a cool coup d'état. Um, the nobles are all found guilty to be shitty little baby boys. Uh, and as Erwin puts it, humanity has started down a new but dangerous path. I love that the the guy, the the fake king is totally like Cam said. It's like the Mandarin in Iron Man three, where it's just like mm. they kick his chair and he just totally turns into like fucking Trevor Slattery. Yeah, he's, he's like he's just he's like huh? yeah, he's just <laughs> the stereotype of just an old man who <laughs> somebody like, just handed him eat? a check and he's like, all right, yeah. <laughs> I just sit here. It's so funny going back and, and seeing the shots of him like in earlier seasons of just being like, ooh, he's so mysterious and like he's really in power. But then like you watch it again and you're like, this is just a guy yeah. who is probably those are probably painted on eyes on his <laughs> eyelids. <laughs> it's like one of the few times that the show is funny. I feel like. That, mm. Yeah, like, it, there's a lot of is, weird. That humor is objectively parts. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that he's just a guy. Just a dude, and, and like, like his reaction yeah. to being kicked is like, huh? Like, that's so good. <laughs> that's funny no matter who does time. it. Yeah. Yeah. Old people, um, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I glossed over the Flagel and reporters stuff, but I really do enjoy that they show how, like, media and public perception is going to make or break any cause, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're going to, like, unite all of the world on something <laughs> like you're gonna need some motherfucker. i love how they were like journalists what do journalists look like oh, they wear those little hats i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that true jeff is that what the, you all do yeah yeah i would say that's that's what they first send you when you decide that you want to make no money and be stressed all the time they send you a little <laughs> yeah. hat to make yeah. up for it <laughs> <laughs> fucking just newsy <laughs> yeah no it's uh the hat actually it's it's uh it's a useful tool from what i understand because you basically hand it like hold it out and people can put money into it like yeah. you're asking for yeah. tips yeah it yeah. also makes you completely sexless <laughs> so that's oh, just sure. another bonus <laughs> yeah I've, I've made this joke before, but IGN stands for I got no bitches. <laughs> anyway, that, that reminds me this. You guys will um, appreciate this. Today, mm -hmm. I got an email addressed to the gentleman of IGN. Just <laughs> 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 like wrong. wrong on all fronts, but continue. So Erwin is later seeing uh, talking with Commander Zachary, the guy that was in charge of Aaron's trial in season one. And. By the end of this season, we will know him as a certified freak for no reason at all. <laughs> um, he tells Erwin that he sort of doesn't give a shit if the coup is good or bad. He just wants to see some motherfuckers get kicked out. And he's like, I don't know, it might seem weird, but like, I have a suspicion that like, you're, you've got a selfish reason for wanting this to happen too, dude. And Erwin is like, I can't really admit to myself probably that all I want is the truth that doesn't matter who dies to uh, for me to find it but um he's still that kid from back then though like he still just wants to know shit and it's you know when you accidentally get your dad killed because you asked because you just started telling people oh uh, all of the books that the government gives out are fake mm. <laughs> like <laughs> you're gonna be that kid probably for the rest of your life it's like what if the flat earthers were right though yeah like, <laughs> that's the thing 
<laughs> yeah, the thing about it is like, oh, what? Out there, there's an ocean. What? It's like a like a big water. What do you mean? Like my like I have in my house, like a sink, but very <laughs> like big. where the poopy goes. <laughs> These motherfuckers do not have indoor plumbing, and that's why they have a plague later. <laughs> Every single scene of this show, regardless of what happening, smells terrible. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. And except for when no, almost nobody is in those crystal caverns. That place probably smells like lavender. Anyway. Or we worse. Switch. We don't know. Or worse. <laughs> it is made out of Titan flesh, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, we switch to Hanji, who is explaining where Rod Rice uh could have taken Aaron when the walls were first breached a church on rice's land was burnt down by raiders um, where all of rod's five children and family in general were killed yet it was immediately built back up in the same place and there was stone stuff there as well so it's like raiders wouldn't have done this they would have just stolen stuff and left something some some big guy with a beard probably broke this, huh? <laughs> and we find out later that that is the truth. <laughs> so Aaron wakes up in the fucking Crystal Caves level of Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Um, after having a vision where he saw through the eyes of Frida, Historia's half-sister. Um, even though it was a memory of someone who has died, she seemed to notice something or notice Aaron remembering through her eyes or something like that. Um. This scene was one of the things that was flashed on the screen in the very first episode while Aaron was dreaming, which I think is really cool. Oh. You see the like the hairbrush and stuff. Mm. Um, so, again, the entirety of Attack on Titan was basically planned out before the first issue ever happened, um, which is really good to know, I think, as you're watching this stuff, because I think it can sometimes shows like this can seem like oh my god they they must not even know where they're going they're just making things crazy yeah. they're just doing this they're just doing that but like no every every little piece of it is is working towards something uh it's a, it's definitely a breadcrumb thing that you only notice when you look backwards mm -hmm. uh so before aaron has time to think about this historia uh walks up and she's wearing a, a cool cult robe <laughs> Meaning she she ain't going to be his ally here immediately anyway. It's cult time, baby. It's cult time, baby. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Episode 43, Sin. Historia seems to be like Titan pilled here because she is like <laughs> she fully, fully believes that her dad was in the right. And it's like, listen, Aaron, he's a murderer. Yeah, I know. We're all kind of murderers, but he's doing it for the best reason. You see these big dudes over here? They're pretty cool. <laughs> Are they all doing those punches. Um, she's like, listen, I have to take your power and then I'm going to save humanity. It's going to be so fucking cool, dude. Um. So Rod shows up and says, like, listen, we're going to have to explain things to Aaron here. Aaron notes that I have no fucking clue what time it is. I have no fucking clue where I am. Where are my friends? Like, is it day or night? But I feel like I've been here before, which I said is very much like me being drunk at 3 a.m. at the burrito joint in Chicago. <laughs> like, what yeah, time is mood. it? I don't fucking know. Where are my friends? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I haven't seen Chelsea in four hours. My only friend is this burrito. Right <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm here chained to this burrito. <laughs> um, so Rod and Historia lay their hands on Aaron and memories flood into his head from his father. Uh, he puts it together that he was the one five years ago that killed the family and likely stole some Titan power from Frida. Uh, he then sees his father give him the key, inject him with a fluid that turns him Titan. Um, okay, word. So everybody's just a murderer from the time they were five. Cool, 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 cool. I think Aaron's little baby Titan looks so weird. <laughs> 
it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's yeah. Bad. He is <sighs> he is the only character I think in the story that is canonically uh, he he's he's the only kid of somebody who already has titan powers. Everybody else that has a kid has it, you know, before they get their titan powers or whatever. And so mm -hmm. like Aaron looking we looking like fucking unit 1 with elf ears. I'm like, <laughs> is it just cuz your dad like super jizzed <laughs> like, like i guess yeah like <laughs> really anyway. broke through that iud <laughs> <laughs> i've been there i've been there you think they got iuds in here in this world <laughs> carla's got a rock up there and she's like maybe it'll keep the sperm <laughs> out of there <laughs> oh no Good dude Lord. <laughs> jesus christ so we see a flashback of historia and frida being sisters and having like an actual good time this runs counter to what her you know previous memories say um the reason for this is that when frida leaves she alters historia's memories of them meeting every single time so she did have somebody there for her all this time it was just her magic half sister who has titan powers that old chestnut um these memories also return to historia the way that aaron's father's um uh return to him which is just like in, in a single moment from them touching they're like oh god i remember a million things right now like touching yeah. the death note uh, i think scientists call that a brain blast yes <laughs> jimmy needs also yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 he was a scientist <laughs> jessica <laughs> he was a child cameron <laughs> a child scientist <laughs> child soldier <laughs> Yeah, they're different. <laughs> so Historia tells her father, like, hey, I would love to meet my sister Frida. And he's like, no, uh, she dead, dude. She wicked dead. Um, thanks to Aaron and his father. And uh, oh, boy, is it worse than you think? Aaron's father was a shifter and he sought to steal the powers of the royal family's Titan and only succeeded because Frida was still new to her abilities. Um I think it's I think it's like days or a day after she got her powers um, that he mm -hmm. went and jacked it. Um, so Rod says that they're uh, that they were she at her full capacity. Grisha would have not even stood a, a chance, um, not satisfied with killing Frida. He also killed 14 year old Dirk, 12 year old Abel, 10 year old Florian, his eldest son, Ulkin and Rod's wife as well. Slashed his tires on the way out. Fucking hit his mailbox with a baseball bat, dude. Like he was just swinging. He took a just, Louisville Slugger to both headlights. He went full <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Dude, Carrie Underwood sounds like an Attack on Titan name. Also, it super yeah, does. It yeah, does. it's better than Rod Rice. Rod Rice sounds yeah. like somebody who did a song with Jimmy Buffett or fucking Whoa. Kenny. Kenny, yeah, Kenny like hey what's uh, up y'all i'm kenny ackerman yeah <laughs> yeehaw dude like kenny ackerman is absolutely the name of a shitty country artist who's trying to be relevant by just being a nazi <laughs> <laughs> wow okay anyway <laughs> i'm not wrong no you ain't you ain't shoddy is correct here let the record show shoddy is valid <laughs> God damn um, right. <laughs> so this is why the building was fucked up why historia is so important to rod's cause because he's she's literally the only uh royal blooded person left um that isn't him and he won't do it because he is too scared <laughs> 
Love that. I fucking hate this guy, dude. He fucking blows. <laughs> so Kenny shows up and tells the royals about the coup um, and that they should hurry up and do the ritual before the scouts get there. Rod tells them, OK, we'll leave. I can't do it with you watching. And Kenny's like, fucking fine, whatever. Um, back with Erwin and Pixis, there's a torture scene with one of the royals that proves that uh, Zachary is a fucking freak and I don't want to talk about it. I mentioned the fucking you know upside yeah, down dude. food thing Woo! he just he just loves torture listen he oh, just loves torture man. and he definitely definitely gets his rocks off about it you can tell dude <laughs> he wants to do some public dom shit too he's like i'll parade you around once yeah. a month and i'm like mm -mm, you're gonna make him call buddy, you daddy you're gonna buddy. make him call you daddy dude yeah i hate this you're you are oh. the least you are the person i want to be a dom in this show the least <laughs> dude <laughs> <laughs> from some interrogation it looks like the nobles are of bloodlines where the royal titan powers don't apply to them um so they can't do the memory stuff um pixis is fucked up that there's all this like weird magic and shit and he's like jesus christ i wonder when you know humanity is going to stop fighting and erwin is like erwin says what i think is like the truth unfortunately he's like people are always going to fight unless their numbers fall to one or fewer, which I think rules as like, yeah. it's cold. It's cold. It's yeah. a cold as fuck thing to say <laughs> back with the scouts on their way to the church. Levi and Mika to talk about their apparent shared lineage. She recalls her father saying that the Ackermans were persecuted in the interior and her mom was one of, if not the only Asian woman within the walls. So they met each other while um, escaping that persecution. Levi asks Mikasa if she's ever experienced any fucked up Super Saiyan moments in her life. And she's like, oh, yeah, it was like like my inciting incident, actually. Mm, yeah. Did you, ever did you watch season one, dude? Like, Yeah. I was about to say something and then Connor just started screaming in the background. <laughs> like an excited scream. But he was just like, ah! I love baby Mikasa, dude. <laughs> oh my god! You walk out there, he just like has broken off the fucking handle inside a teddy bear. Like Levi's, like yeah, both both me and Kenny have experienced that stuff too. Um, so we see a, a flashback from Kenny. He talks with his grandfather about Ackerman persecution and asks why, if the Ackermans used to be a family of warriors defending the king, why are they hated now? Um, the answer is that. They're feared. Um, the king passes his power down every generation um, and that Titan power to change memories and control people is part of that. But the Ackermans and some of the nobles, like I said, are immune to it. And so along with the clan that uh, Mikasa came from as well, being immune to it, like her mom would have been immune to it as well. Um, because these bloodlines turned their uh, back on the king, they tended to have their shit fucked with, you know, kind of like in sneaky ways where it's just like yeah well they're an ackerman so like maybe they don't get approved for their liquor license or whatever you know mm -hmm. what i mean mm -hmm. um and as far as we know levi mikasa and kenny are the only ackermans uh that are around anymore um kenny mentions how he found his sister uh kushel who's working at a brothel and got pregnant from one of her customers and wants to keep it um the next shot is of levi confirming that yeah they're definitely related um and levi is uh Likely never going to meet his dad. I mean, spoilers, We I never, I don't know who it is. Hanji finds the uh, passageway to where Aaron is um, and says, hey, since this is a Donkey Kong level, let's use some barrels. <laughs> and, that shit, <laughs> and that shit is so good, dude. Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. So Kenny's group has a pep talk about the situation, uh, saying that they need to trust in Kenny and his dream. 
Hello, it's Editing Nathan, and I want to let you know that we stopped recording after that last episode because of time stuff, and then we started recording again, and so the first part of that is going to be right here. So when you hear me say, I'm going to act like nothing happened, that's what I'm referring to because we were originally going to put this out as one big episode, but then it was like, you know, a million hours, so we didn't want to do that. Hey, Attack on Titan can split up their seasons into weird, stupid ass parts. We can do the same thing. Anyway, here it is. Um, so I'm going to kind of just act like nothing happened. Okay. Um, as, as in terms of, <laughs> I'm going to act like we didn't even watch the anime. No, um, yeah. halfway through, it's just like, oh, they actually just watched Frasier for like three hours. Yeah. It's this, yeah. After, after, <laughs> after they did this, this weird plot thing with Hamburg lore, they did this like weird thing with the big three where they just like started watching <laughs> kitchen nightmares, but they kept, <laughs> that's like half kept... of my YouTube algorithm right now. Um, oh my God. Same here. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they started just referring to Gordon Ramsay as commander Irwin. It was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yes, chef. Thank you, chef. <laughs> so, so <good>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fuck it, let's just let's just cover Iron <laughs> Chef on this show. That's basically a fucking yeah. anime. God, I love Iron Chef. Don't Okay, but like actually let's talk about this later. <laughs> I got fucking too excited thinking Iron about Chef. that. Yes. Iron Chef is the there will never be a better cooking show than the no. original run of Iron Chef. Yes. Remove the word cooking from that sentence, kid. You're goddamn. There's never gonna be a you better show. I watched like the the newer version of it though. Definitely not as good. It's so hundred oh, percent no. It's so yeah. fucking spineless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. fucked up. Limp yeah. dick bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fucked up. Like if I want to see Alton Brown be a weird little guy, I'll just watch fucking, you know, Cutthroat Kitchen and just see him be like a burgeon, a burgeoning dom. Yeah, but just I'm not like going to. jerking off to oh people being mildly inconvenienced. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're totally off track. But like, Jess, have you seen Cutthroat Kitchen? No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Okay, I you love you like, have to. I love shows like that. It's just a cooking show where they dole out uh like handicaps. Yeah. Uh, mm. They buy handicaps with for the other people with money that they are given at the beginning. Yeah. And mm. Alton Brown introduces the like well, first off, he's a judge, but then he also like issues the like challenges and like talks about the the handicaps and stuff. But the energy from it is just like Ooh, you little worms are going to have to deal with this. What if the pots and pans are just spoons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it's it. Weird. It's cooking and also a metaphor for America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Actually, if you have money, you can put other people at a disadvantage. No, cutthroat. Speaking like, of the haves like, and the haves. Like Iron not. Chef, and I will we can move on after this. Iron this Chef. This is going in the episode probably. Great. Honestly, hell yeah. Iron <laughs> Chef, like, they will never make another cooking show anywhere near as good as it no but cutthroat kitchen at least got kind of close mm. yeah okay. yeah um i'll report back tonight yeah <laughs> it's in, instead of like just being full-on fucking basically jojo's energy in fucking iron chef it is just like weird nasty little conniving man energy <laughs> it's it's the death note of cooking shows. exactly okay. 100%. <laughs> holy shit you're right incredible <laughs> and with that we're back on topic with with anime yeah um, <laughs> um episode number 44 wish.com uh the battle begins um yeah no uh, aaron is is like wish.com shonen protagonist actually <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> it's like oh this one smells bad 
<laughs> the size is all wrong. What's wrong with it? <laughs> so the the barrels that we mentioned uh, before are filled with gunpowder and bags of oil. So Sasha fires a fire arrow into it like it's fucking goddamn Zelda. It's so fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Hey, this fight kicked ass. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like the the pitch of the show you hear it and you're like, okay, so like they're fighting like zombies, but also like what if zombies what if were like zombies? kaiju? Yeah. Okay. So cool. That's that's awesome. And it's like, yeah, but like the best fight in the in the thing so far is they're in bunch like of people in a cave, just a bunch of people in like a glowing cave. Yeah. And uh, 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 one of them's name is Kenny and he yeah. says Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it, it whips fucking levi takes stock of how many enemies are there and he's like there's 32 of them kill 32 people and we can go home basically i'm like sure i king shit he counted faster than i've done anything in my entire life no yeah the 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 efficiency at which levi can do anything ladies is like <laughs> a, a, a astounding <laughs> like <laughs> but the math aspect is is really confounding because um you know we we queers are notorious for not being able to do math <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yet there he is uh, a legend yeah well you're either a, you're either a math bisexual or or a liter literature bisexual and that's why uh mm -hmm. levi and hanji is such a good pairing because it's yeah. one of each yeah. I feel like. right Holy yeah, shit. That's, that's so true <laughs> also shout out to the mcu thought cast both sides of the same coin Never heard of it. Bad show. <laughs> uh, the anti-personnel ODM gear is really impressive, but it has a fatal flaw in that it can't aim and use the grappling hooks independently, which I think is a really smart, like, yeah. natural handicap for it. Like, you guys are literally bringing swords to a gunfight, mm -hmm. but the guns have... It's like fucking... It's like Star Fox. You, you're shooting in the direction you're going, and like, no matter what, mm -hmm. um, which I think is, like really interesting and the other flaw here is that they need to reload after two shots they basically have like a giant ass just like canister of buckshot that just it like we saw last uh or in the in the first episode of this thing just blows your fucking head clean off. i will it's say one of the fucking just cleanest and coolest reload animations i've seen in a fucking while Watching? yeah that dude shit whipped it's hard dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's so unique of a yeah. of a concept, the ODM gear, and then you like level up the OD ODM gear, and you're like, man, like there's I I've, I don't know I I feel like there's not really anything in like a game or a or a show that's quite like ODM gear where it's like grappling hook, mm -hmm. jetpack, guns, mm -hmm. and they also reload in the coolest way. It's fucking cool. I mean, you even have to fucking reload the swords, which is tight as fuck. Like, yeah, because they're just box cutters. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so the squad is going to take, like, massive advantage of these flaws, which is to say that they're going to murder the shit out of these fucking people. And they are able to do a hell of a lot before Kenny shows up. And then we get the, the Ackerman-Ackerman fight. It fucking rules. The music behind it is kind of corny but really cool like there's like a it's yeah i'm like hip-hop doesn't exist yet what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> but that that song when it when it comes up when when levi does stuff it, i think we're gonna get it two or three more times every time it happens you're a little bit more like hell yeah this jam is going oh, yeah i mean let, let me be clear here michelle let me be clear um <laughs> <laughs> because uh, let me be clear. it did whip ass that yeah. shit went hard but i'm just like yeah. all right y'all don't even know what electricity is yet 
What you is know? Levi, though, if not a Persona 3 character? One million percent. Yeah. Kenny, like, Kenny points the ODM gear at his head and explodes his head <laughs> off to, 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 to do Persona. Oh, that's a niche joke. <laughs> niche joke! <laughs> anyway, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and like I said, Levi literally brought a sword to a gunfight and is doing really, really, He's really winning. well. Like, yeah. Wholehandedly. Against the guy that invented the other gun stuff. It's yeah. like insane. Meanwhile, Hanji's not doing as good as everybody else. Hanji gets like absolutely done, completely dirty in a way that like I noticed this time as I watched it, because this is probably my sixth-ish time watching this series, the, the way that Hanji goes down is the same way that uh, Petra did mm. Levi's uh, former love interest and squad mate where they're just like Bleh! against a tree. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, that that must not feel very good for Mr. Levi. <laughs> just like everybody I hang out with ends up sklonked into a tree. I hate this. Yeah. I mean, fuck, like whenever we watched uh, the first episode of this season and, you know, new girl gets her head blown off. I'm like, this man needs to stop yeah. being around women. Yeah, yeah. Except for me. Except for Jess, Except right, for of course. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Jess can fix Fuck. him, and by him, she means this weird fucking curse that has been placed upon <laughs> his very essence. I will fix him, or probably die trying. I will fix him and die trying. But think about it this way. Then there's not a world without Levi for you to be in. Mm, yeah, true. <laughs> it's a win-win, honestly. There you go. <laughs> um, but fucking... Hanji gets like stabbed with a grappling hook it, it, on the way yeah. down too. It's like it ain't no good. Ain't looking no good no. for 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 the for the non-binary homie there. Back at the the whack ass ritual, Rod explains. I, f I always forget that his name is fucking Rod yeah, until I man. look at my notes, and I'm Rod like, Rod Rice. Mm. It's like fucking Rod and Kenny being two central points <laughs> to this shit. It's like, all right. Being two of the most important characters yeah. in the entire series. Yeah, it's, like, it's fucking like it, Historia and Aaron and Mir, and, and then it's fucking Rod. And Kenny. <laughs> it's it's Rodney and Kenneth. Are yeah. here, okay. <laughs> like, no wrestling's on the other channel, guys. Like <laughs> who's whose dads are these? <laughs> <Yeah>. Dude, truly. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh, Rod explains that this place and the walls uh, alike were built with the power of their royal their royal titan called the Founding Titan. Rod seems to think that the Founder's power can rid the world of titans, but doesn't understand why it has never been used. He talks about how his father never used uh, the power, really. His brother never really used it, and Frida never really even got a chance to use it. Um, he hopes that Historia will be the one to use it, but like... I don't know, man. It looks like there's like a consciousness that gets passed down and it overwrites whoever's there, which is, hey, scary. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like you've got two people in a row that are like, hey, don't worry about it. I, I'm I'm going to overcome this and it's not going to be a problem at all. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure after 107 years of this thing happening, I'm sure you're going to be great because your name is what? Uri? No, I don't think so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes on to say that Aaron uh, does have the founder's power right now, but it can only be like those powers can only be used by a titan of royal blood. Therefore, it needs to be retrieved from him. Um, so he's basically got like a 
weapon that's not for his class, essentially. Yeah. Right. Like he's got an axe, but he doesn't use an axe. Right. Yeah. He like, accidentally got just like the sickest raid loot drop of all time. But like he's never going to use it. This, he's not a warlock. This dude over here. <laughs> he thought he rolled really well when he was trying to get that loot. But shit happens, you know, he saw the purple and he was like, "Ooh!" but then it wasn't for him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he got he got he got stuck with nothing. <laughs> um holy shit he, he's built different and in this case built different is wrong yeah, yeah. built different yeah. like derogatory yeah <laughs> built wrong <laughs> built ford wrong that should be our new shirt if we were allowed to have um mm. you know aot characters on it it's just a picture of aaron with built wrong built wrong mm, 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 mm. <laughs> i'm constructed incorrectly <laughs> um so kenny overhears this and is like God damn it, this was my whole life's work. He's like, you telling me that even if I fucking jumped in here and did the thing I was going to do and just yanked the power away, I probably wouldn't even be able to use it and it wouldn't even work. And Rod is like, buddy, you've served my family really well. My brother loved you a lot. Um, but no, bud, uh, that's not going to happen. So get out of here, please. <laughs> He's a lot nicer than I think he has any reason to be. Correct. Given that, yeah. Like, given that the most dangerous man in the world, save for his nephew, is like telling you, like, wait a minute, I was going to kill you. Are you telling me it would be stupid to kill you? <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> but so after learning all this, he doesn't even know if Ackermans can even be titans so kenny decides to give aaron a wound so he can transform if he wants and let uh the would-be historia titan and aaron fight it out i love the energy of kenny just being like well if i can't have absolute power i'm gonna have a cool show here you go flippity flip with the knife cut aaron's fucking forehead <laughs> kenny is the only correct character in this show <laughs> and he's a serial <laughs> killer yeah i guess they kind of all are. they super <laughs> all are say, they, they have reinforced multiple times that everyone has various shades of bad yeah <laughs> there's not a good fucking person in this show <laughs> he doesn't transform though and like historia is like bracing for it and it never happens and she looks at him and is like What's wrong? Like, why aren't you transforming? I thought you were like Mr. Freedom. And he like his answer is basically, man, I fucking suck, dude. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> bars, bars, bars. <laughs> like <laughs> it's the smartest thing um, he's ever fucking said. <laughs> he's like, how many people would have lived if my dad just let the royal family use the founder's power? None of this should have happened. I never even should have been born. Historia turns around and has like a moment of clarity is like, now, hey, how, hold on. If we've been having this power for like the past hundred years and some change, why ain't we done nothing about the Titans if we have the ability to make walls out of Titans? Why did you why did we leave some out there? I don't understand. He answers that he has no idea. And it seems that the consciousness of the first king and his will seem to flow through the Titan vessel. And regardless of what the vessel intended, once they have the power, they can't disrupt that quote-unquote peace that the king made so historia says okay it's time to suplex my dad and then she suplexes her dad <laughs> and i think that that rules yeah it's pretty uh, cool jealous i wish i could i wish i would have had the chance to break my dad's fucking spine after saying a thing and then having a song with lyrics play in an anime are you and kidding then me <laughs> make him just like fucking walk over and just 
lap up shit on the ground. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I love the energy of that. And she's like, I don't fucking care about humanity anymore. Bars. Yeah, she's like, we fucking suck. We haven't done anything in literally a hundred years, so what is any of this gonna do? I'm gonna let Aaron go, and Aaron can do whatever the fuck he wants. I'm gonna be a mean lesbian now. Fuck you guys. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Hell yeah. She goes to unlock him from his restraints and and to, to just to fucking just get this whole big side quest over with. She she frees him up and says, like I said, fuck it, I'm the mean lesbian now. Let humanity die. Whatever. I'm gonna go out free though. Just then, Rod crawls over to the Titan fluid on the ground that Historia threw, ingesting it uh, into his blood via the cuts in his mouth, and he uh, does some stuff. It is yeah. horrifying. It's, it's some bad body horror. Y'all ever played Inside? <laughs> you ever played Inside? <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by Real Doll. Um. <laughs> yeah he started like licking it up and i'm like oh this is there's <laughs> this isn't good to look at and then <laughs> then it got way worse how did it, it get got worse, worse. <laughs> this is not great that to motherfucker look at. said with his whole chest would you still love me if i was a worm <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the answer is no turns out no. um it's going to be a no from me, dog, this look <laughs> that he's trying out. I'm going to call timeout here, and that is going to be the end of this half of this episode. Like I said, if Attack on Titan can do it with its final season, so can we with this. Uh, so if you haven't already watched it, watch the next five episodes through episode 49, and we will see you next time for the conclusion of this podcast episode. To be continued. <laughs>